Hello and welcome to the Pants Party After Party Edition. It is a nice, sunny uh, Saturday afternoon after the Hawkeyes beat uh, Michigan State by a score of 49-7. to I am your host today, Harrison Starr, and not joined by anyone, just a, a solo riff, if you will, a, a Bill Burr deal. Um and really, when when we look at this win, it, it's hard to call it anything other than a total team effort. Um, I, the offense looked really pretty good um, the first quarter. It's hard to have uh, any complaints there, as they you know honestly how as they've looked for uh, first quarter the the game before, and then for much of the second quarter against Purdue. Um, but what we did see. Uh, was the defense come through in a big way, I think, from a um, scoring-by-themselves perspective and also Charlie Jones um, announcing himself to the world with uh, an elite day as a returner. So um, Iowa did get the monkey off their back with that second-half scoring drought, uh, notching a touchdown in each of the um, the third and fourth quarters, and overall, uh, it's really hard to complain. Um, big win. Uh, it, it looks like um, from a, a narrative perspective, uh, Rocky Lombardi, Michigan State's quarterback, said he had that game circled, and really it's hard to um, argue as if Iowa didn't also have that game circled right back at them. Um, you know, he was consistently – um, hounded, uh, Iowa's defense not, notched uh, a number of sacks consistently in the backfield, forcing him to, to make some pretty um, reckless throws. Uh, one arm punt to Kerner, I think, um, doesn't necessarily uh, count, although it does, right? Um, but Kerner, Barrington Wade, Riley Moss taking it to the house, um, you know, those are, are three things that um, the defense has consistently done uh, up to, I think, doing the math. I think they have six or seven interceptions on the season, which is um, got to be tops. I guess it's uh, unique considering the situation of playing three games when a number of teams have played double that. But, um, you know, th- those are winning numbers, especially when you look at Iowa on the other side. Um they, they played clean, um, caught a couple breaks, but um, sometimes those breaks go your way. Sometimes they don't. And Iowa, to their credit, they really capitalized on them uh, from that perspective. Um, when I think of a player of the game, uh, to me, it is 100% Charlie Jones. Um, he had the 54-yard touchdown on a, on a line drive punt to him. And he just total alleyway and made the most of it. Um, as wild as it is, Tory Taylor, Iowa's punter, was also tremendous. He had a number of 50-yard punts. Um, five of his seven were inside of the 20. And um, it is amazing that he is just a freshman, 23 years old, of course, um, but a freshman nonetheless. When... I think immediately uh, about Iowa's play calling. Um, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I think that um, 
you know, they've done a, a good job scripting um, the offense to open games. Uh, this game, the game prior, uh, a number in the previous season and uh, seasons before under Brian, but um, to capitalize on it with 21 points is great work. Uh, something that I thought they should have done against Northwestern, um, but they uh, opted not to. Um, let's not talk about that though. Uh, but with the offense, um, just spread the ball around to a ton of different guys. Uh, seven had receptions. Uh, Tracy was involved in the wide receiver screen game, which was nice to see Iowa open with to kind of, you know, um, stretch Michigan State's defense horizontally. And then um, Tyler Goodson had arguably his best day as a Hawkeye. Um, He had the 71-yard run to open um, the second half. I was first drive the second half and average 8.1 yards on kit on uh, 14 carries. Maybe you want to see him get a little more. Um, but when you think about it, uh, eight going to Gavin Williams in garbage time. Um, people joked, right? Why isn't Goodson getting touches in the fourth quarter? Well, uh, it's easy not to get touches in the fourth quarter when your team is up uh, 42 and 49 to seven. So um, really no complaints with how Iowa uh, spread the ball around. Um, Brandon Smith looked really good out wide, um, making a couple solid catches, uh, bailing out Tyron Tracy with uh, a tip drill. Um, but I think it's been a long time, maybe since Marvin McNutt in 2011, that I always had a wide receiver who can uh, make the play that Brandon Smith did uh, on the second touchdown for Iowa this year where, um, or excuse me, for Iowa against Michigan State, where Petrus just kind of floated the ball uh, in his general vicinity, and he totally laid out for it um, in a way that was indefensible. Um, So he he looked good on just his three catches. And and I think when we look at um, some of the other things, Iowa was really pretty good in third down conversions early. Um, They converted three of their first three, um, just two of 12 the rest of the way. Um, But it's, if you're scoring like they do and um, you have a punter like Iowa does, it is a little easier to um, justify getting into that um, field position game that Iowa did for much of the second half. Um, I'm not going to argue about trading punts in the second half. That's that's the way it is. We all know how Kirk Ferentz operates in terms of getting the lead and then uh, kind of coasting to a victory. Um, from a time of possession standpoint, settled at you know just on Iowa's side, 32 to to 28. Um, although uh, for much of the first half, they were leading it by a pretty wide margin. I believe at one point it was. Uh, two to one about midway through um, the second quarter. Penalties. Uh, I, I think the only one that really sticks out for me is Davion Nixon's um, second straight game where he had one where he uh, faked the signals from the quarterback. Um, I don't hate it. I think it's kind of funny, um, but you, 
you got to know you're probably not going to be able to get away with that in an empty stadium. Um, overall, uh, as this winds down, it's it's the type of performance that I think Iowa can certainly build off of. I, I think um, there was a lot of good that we saw. Um, they regularly used the dread sweep motion to hold um, defenders in check from a uh, – Uh, to open up that inside running game, but also they capitalize on it with Charlie Jones. Um, I think his emergence might um, bring more questions than answers as Amir Smith-Marset returns. I I think that um, it's a good problem for Iowa to have, but I think it's important that um, they uh, not try and force too much to too many players. I think it's uh, important that, uh, you know, if it's just Charlie Jones had just this one game and uh, on offense and he goes back to being an elite punt returner and that's kind of it. Uh, Maybe that makes sense for this year as we look ahead towards next year when he has up to two years remaining. Um, But maybe he kind of uh, resets that uh, depth chart a little bit. Um, does Tyrone Tracy, um, you know, just does does Charlie Jones playing the way he did uh, reset Iowa's depth chart a little bit? The the concern I would have with that is if um, it becomes pretty obvious that he's just in there to run uh, end arounds. We we've had those problems before uh, in terms of the Damon Powell types, um, the Paul Cheney Jr. types, where oh he's in, be ready for the the end around, but. Um, Something to keep an eye on. No, no sense being too concerned about it right after an Iowa win. Um, all in all, uh, I, I think just a big win, uh, important win, um, but it's important to keep for Iowa to keep it moving forward. Um, they've had big wins in the past, uh, especially the last three years, and they haven't always built on each other. Um, so that's that's where my head is at. I'm not going to let myself be uh, concerned with the future, though. It's two. It's Saturday. Enjoy it. Enjoy the win, um, because it's fair to say that a lot of the Hawkeye players are. They've put in a lot of work, um, especially during this time, to uh, see a victory go their way and to have the fruits of their labors. Um, land on a positive note is, in my opinion, it's good for them. So happy for them. When we look at kind of the implications from a Big Ten race, one and two, it it looks like a long shot considering that Northwestern is now 3-0 and they have that game advantage over Iowa. Uh, Purdue is 2-0, have that game advantage over Iowa. Um, But you never know. That's that's why you play uh, Minnesota up next week, and they have looked um, not that good in their first two games. We'll see how they look against Illinois. They could really flip like Iowa did. Um, that's certainly a possibility. So um, big game on Friday night. Uh, set your clocks to that one because I know it's been a minute since Iowa's played a non-Saturday game. So... Uh, wrapping up here, uh, big win for Iowa. Always nice to notch the victory. 
not going to let myself get down on the reasons I could get down because it is uh, a win's a win. Wins are hard to come by. And it is a good time to be a Hawkeye. So uh, for myself, Harrison Starr, for my normal co-host, Ben Ross, who is on the links, swinging the sticks uh, with his handlebar mustache, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, on our normal pants party. Um, that's, that's a wrap for the after party. So go Hawks.